Hello and welcome back everybody. I am your host Avery or as you may know Avery Ski. We are getting back from the holidays. Welcome to episode 4 of the Alt Reality Podcast. Today it will just be me here with you guys today explaining everything VR related, gaming related, and I guess TV pop culture related, but uh, mostly VR and gaming related. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed your holidays. I know I certainly did. I don't want to get too, too into it because my holidays are absolutely crazy, especially if any of you get, if any of you guys have kids, you definitely know how crazy it gets. Um, especially your kids opening up their gifts Christmas morning, you're busy building whatever gifts they may have gotten and running around visiting all your family, enjoying some good food and spending some quality time. Um, I definitely missed making the content, but it was really nice taking a very long break from my day job and also even this just to kind of unwind, connect with the kiddo, connect with the family and just catch up with everyone. But I'm certainly glad to be back and we have a chocked full episode for you guys. Let's get to it. I just wanted to start off this uh this podcast kind of taking a look back at 2019 and what what 2019 really meant for vr in a whole 2019 was a really really big year um especially with the drop of so many new headsets so many new groundbreaking games and so many new announcements for virtual reality um 2019 in the history of VR will be known as a good year and as for 2020 we have some good stuff coming for that which we will get into but let's take a quick look at 2019 and everything we've uh, gone over so most importantly probably the most important uh, drop of 2019 would be the new Oculus Quest headset uh, released by Oculus um, and Facebook um the oculus quest headset is a standalone headset that doesn't require a pc to be played it doesn't require sensors it's all inside out tracking which allows new consumers to dive into vr to get their hands on it and for it to become very accessible to the the average gamer someone who doesn't have um um uh upgraded pc uh someone doesn't have uh $1,500 rig, um, which was really good for VR because those were some of the limits. Uh, one of the limits was play space and having to set up those sensors, having the expensive computer, plus spending a lot of money on headsets. But with this headset coming out this year, a lot of new people jumped into um, VR and the new games that were coming out. And it really allowed for our small niche, our small community to grow as a whole. So um facebook did an amazing job with that uh, a lot of people had some pushback with these inside out tracking headsets and also the standalone headsets and they're gonna have to reduce the graphics a ton and it's not gonna hold out the battery life's not gonna last just like the go but the quest did a really good job and oculus and facebook did a really good job uh up essentially doing an upgrade from the quest or not the quest uh the oculus go headset to the quest uh, of course, we got the Oculus Rift S, um, that headset. Here, I, I'm I'm getting all this news off of uh, Road to VR. 
Um, I like to jump from a few different sources for information wise, but then also like my own experiences. So I never want you guys to think I'm just pulling from myself uh, all this information and news just because, well, one, that's a lot of research and two, might as well reuse uh, the information yet. So over here, going to um, rotevr.com. Um, this was uh, actually published today. Uh, the Oculus Rift S also got dropped in uh, 2019, which is really important uh, because this is a headset that does connect to the PC that is an upgrade with graphics and um, pushes the limits of VR, especially getting rid of the sensors. It makes the setup even easier for new users, a little more expensive, um, still needing that play space and uh, that computer to be able to run it, but you get a crisp quality uh, game and service um, so that was that was really important and we can't forget valve's drop of the va uh, of the valve index especially with the infamous knuckle controllers that we can see there in the picture are um, well I guess the nickname is knuckles but especially with the the large price tag of a thousand dollars or like thirteen hundred dollars Canadian um, it's uh it's definitely for one of the prosumers so you're looking at a headset that uh um a pro vr player is going to purchase especially needing that game space with the especially needing the play space with the sensors but this is a headset that does really push the limits and the controllers and the hardware really are an upgrade um yeah let's just skip past the vive cosmos <laughs> HTC Vive did a really poor job, in my opinion, announcing this headset. There wasn't a lot of hype. Uh, they kind of kept it a mystery. And next thing you know, they released a headset that was really kind of business-oriented. Um, Inside-out tracking. The controllers required batteries, two AA's in each. And they don't last very long. Um, I believe it's considerably less expensive, but it's not the greatest headset that's been dropped. HP Reverb uh, also came out, um, which is exciting. You know what? I'm never going to get upset with competition because competition allows each company to grow and push um, the limits of uh, the technology and, uh, and it allows people to strive for uh, better things. But at the same time, I do get to get concerned with uh, so many VR headsets that do come out because then it's a lot more remapping for game developers for controller support. So I would love to see like maybe the controllers to stay the same, but each company kind of like pushes the limits of the headsets just to make things a little easier for the game developers because VR is still still considered a niche and it's still considered smaller. So let's make it easier for the developers that aren't getting paid for um, as much. Um, but we had a lot of um, we had a lot of games not only come out but grow uh, since since then. Twenty nineteen was um, was big for Beat Saber. I believe they got. Um, I believe they're getting um, bought by Facebook. I could be incorrect, but. I'll have to take a look at that. I know they they do have the attention of some pretty big um, companies looking to buy them out. Uh, let's take a look here. 
as for games, Asgard's Wrath is one of the more hyped titles that ended up coming out. Of course, it didn't get as much hype as it should have, but with being an open world VR um, RPG game, um, it really did a good job portray uh, portraying you as a god, but then also as um, a normal player, its combat skills were um, extremely smooth and inventive, and the story alone um, held together. Um, having a game that uh, has 30 plus hours of content um, in VR alone is is pretty big deal considering um, a lot of VR games are considered like tech demos. They're smaller, they're quick. Like, so, for instance, if you look at the Star Wars series um, that came out, Vader Immortal, those are like 45 minute experiences to an hour experience. Uh, whereas you get a game like this and it's a 30 hour experience you're really you're really paying your money towards something that's gonna last a while and give you a great experience uh stormland came out that game had a lot of hype i was really excited for it. i never played played it because i waited for some reviews unfortunately um they really hyped some of the end game and the longevity of the game um I looking at some reviews online. I I can't be too harsh on it because I've never played it myself. But I heard that it doesn't have that much longevity. The end game can kind of get kind of repetitive, and the gameplay alone can get repetitive. One thing I do like about this game is the co-op feature. Um, VR is always better with friends. I believe virtual reality games almost should always have co-op. Um, just for the fact of uh, virtual reality is. Um, is a platform meant to really push um, the limits of your social boundaries and and really get people to connect with other players on a different level. You're not just behind a screen holding a controller in your hand, yelling at someone through a mic, but when you're in VR, you can really express yourself and yourself in a game with body language, essentially, with the, the movement of your arms, and if you have leg trackers, legs, and your head, and being able to nod to someone, and wave down someone, like, it's um, it's a whole new experience, especially when you're gaming in VR, so I, I do appreciate Stormlight doing that, but I would have loved to see some more co-op necessary features in the game, where if you have uh, someone in the game with you, then it for instance, like, two people pulling down a lever to open up a door, or, or, um, uh, to complete a mission like you have one person like running through one part and you're running through the other and like the let's say it's almost like gears war style someone's supporting you from up above and you're down below fighting off these guys but then like then it like switches i would have loved to see a little more like gears of, gears of war style like co-op um necessity but um overall the graphics were amazing from the looks of it and they did a good job so you you can't uh you, you can't bag on a game too hard, especially if you haven't played it, but then also on top at the same time um, for trying to push some boundaries. Uh, Blood and Truth definitely hold, held true. I don't have a PSVR. I've actually never tried one. That's a, that's a VR headset I've been really wanting to take a look at because I heard PSVR, um, especially being Sony and PlayStation, they really push the limits of graphics and gameplay. Um, a lot of people I heard weren't a huge fan, but I definitely want to get my hands on a buddy on a buddy's PlayStation and get myself a VR headset for that. Um, of course, the the big gem that a lot of people were worried that was going to get uh, pushed back was Boneworks being announced. 
uh boneworks was definitely a game that in my opinion was my top game this year for virtual reality the physics alone plus them trying to push some boundaries i love the story of kind of getting uh inceptiony when you're going um uh you're playing vr as a person in a vr headset in a game so it, it to me it, it really touched true because inception is one of my favorite movies but then also with kind of like the half-life features of those like robot crabs um i i really was getting half-life vibes from it and it, it, it became a very special game really quickly for me and you know what i always i've been following node and stress level zero and a lot of their videos and uh, the corridor crew videos and corridor alone um so I, I was I, I may have some bias to it but it was definitely my top game of the of 2019 um vader immortal great introduction game it's a great i wouldn't call it a vr game actually i would call it more of a vr experience it's a very short um episode uh, three episode series of star wars um of you following kind of like vader's footsteps but then going against vader um it's it was done really well graphically and also the story was good but um i wish instead of making it a three-part series they release a game all into one so it wasn't just short 45 minute experiences but instead it was a longer game that gave someone um a little more substance to playing through all the way so people weren't playing and waiting and having huge expectations um i would definitely say it's a, an experience i would introduce someone to just due to the fact of uh the the work they did for graphics wise but then also gameplay wise it was it was pretty good i i really enjoyed that um we're gonna be diving in shortly into uh 2020 and kind of like expectations with uh what we're hoping to see in the new year but i do have to say 2019 especially getting back into into recording and making some videos um after taking my long break 2019 was a very special year for me um i got engaged myself to my amazing fiance um it just kind of feels good to um have your family come a little bit closer it was weird having almost like a two-year-old and still calling her my girlfriend but also when you know you just know and it bringing my family a little closer together over the holiday season um my amazing stepmom threw um through an engagement party for us lots of family came out we celebrated uh, coming together of one family which was really nice it was really sweet um and i can't be more appreciative for this year a little cheesy moment here in the podcast but um 2019 was a really special year alone for me so i'm i'm excited to see what 2020 will bring and everything that it, it's it's going to bring for the virtual reality world but then also my own family and my who knows what could happen career wise um but diving into 2020 there's some big 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 expectations coming and i am beyond excited for it we're looking at not only half-life coming out because that's obvious march 2020 it was announced um 
VR headsets, so um, the Oculus Quest and I know the Valve Index have been sold out over the holiday season uh, for quite a while. Not a lot of people were able to get it under their Christmas tree due to the fact that they aren't um, able to arrive until like Janu mid-January, end of January, or even in some cases February. I know for myself, I'm wanting to get the new Valve Index um, taking a look at the delivery day. I think last time I checked, they're not going to start shipping again until February. So I have to wait a little bit of time, but that's fine because I need my bank account to settle after <laughs> the holidays. But I know some people are looking at things like this. So a lot of people will have their eye out hoping that Facebook and Oculus announce the new Oculus Quest 2 or the Oculus Quest Pro. Uh, some people want to see uh, the hardware improved a little bit so the headset can push um, some higher graphic quality but then also um, uh, so it's not as front heavy. Maybe improve the head strap. Um, with the headset so it can support the 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 hardware that is in this headset so it's not so front heavy and you can play for longer periods of time i don't have a quest myself but i heard that's a huge um complaint with it um even though it is a headset that did change the game in 2019 i think in 2020 it would be a smart move to kind of like revise what is important in the headset and that needs to be upgraded and release it um but overall i know there are some ways to improve the the oculus quest um comfortability with the the headset i believe you can get um i think it's a it's a htc vive um head strap that you can almost like Frankenstein those both together um, to fit a little more comfortably, but I'm hoping the, the Pro gets announced and uh, people are happier with it. Some people want to see the Oculus Quest 2 come out. I don't think that's going to happen this year. Um, or not the Oculus Quest 2, but the Oculus Rift 2 because all we got was the Oculus Rift S. That's almost like the Pro version um, that we we saw from the oculus rift cv1 to oculus rift s um i don't think we're gonna get that big of a jump considering the quest is doing very very well and the oculus quest pro is probably a little more important trying to get people into vr alone and make it more accessible for the average gamer is uh the most important thing but i don't think we're gonna get that big of a jump of hardware and that upgrade in 2020 um, maybe at um, Oculus Connect um, at the end of the year, we might hear some news about it, but I don't think we're going to get any drops this year. Um, with the new headsets that have already come out, you know what? Let's not be too greedy and let's enjoy what we have for a little bit and let's look at content. We don't need any more headsets. <laughs> I'm, I'm a huge believer that content is key with the success of VR. With newer games coming out from bigger companies like valve and sony looking at dropping bigger games uh AA titles hopefully in the future AAA titles that's where we're going to get the success of vr we want to see these better titles coming out and we want to see a competition like i'm i'm always one for competition i i was an xbox guy when i was younger and i remember bragging to my friends that all had playstation saying hey you can't play halo me and my friends can play halo 
the story was amazing i followed it all the way through and then vice versa with now playstation you get games like last of us and much more content is key competition is key content is key we're gonna want content 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 for me let's not worry about the headsets let's push for content um of course like i mentioned earlier we have half-life alex being announced really exciting stuff um really exciting stuff to be honest like that's that's what's going to be the the success uh that's going to be what the what's going to be the one of the biggest announcements of 2020 uh, one of the biggest things i'm looking forward to soon actually march 2020 not too far um will be half-life alex um with uh waiting for valve to release a new half-life game for many 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 years um well many is like an understatement 13 years um half-life alex is definitely getting people to switch over to the vr world and get them getting people onto the the platform and getting people into the the smaller community of virtual reality gaming so um huge game that was announced i am really excited for um another game that was announced earlier this year was medal of honor above and beyond uh respawn entertainment announced this as a long rumored vr game some people are hoping for like a titanfall type game to be announced but medal of honor got announced they want to focus more on story and making you feel like what it is like to be in the french resistance um, to disrupt Nazi operations across Europe in World War II. I'm beyond excited about this. This brings me back to nostalgia of when me and my brother used to play um, Call of Duty World at War co-op, and we would uh, the whole story. Um, I'm excited to go back into some Medal of Honor and get back into the World War II gameplay, and I really hope they focused on um, uh, a campaign that's going to be really rich well, as I said down here, along with a rich, satisfying uh, campaign, they promise a robust online multiplayer experience. I did not know about that. That would be amazing. Um, I My biggest hope is actually more of the campaign. I want to see a World War II story that gets me so immersed in VR where where I I feel I feel like I'm I'm in the battle and um, you get those those uh, those. Um, those well gut-wrenching emotions of dodging bullets and bombs going off and possibly seeing some close um people in the story you may lose or may possibly um come close to losing and feeling those those emotions i want them to to pull at my heartstrings but yeah this is awesome to see an online multiplayer experience in which players can duke out uh, duke it out using a variety of world war ii weaponary choices um respawn uh, entertainment has always done a good job making like apex legends and uh, titanfall and they've done a good job with their bigger hitting titles so i have no doubt in my mind they're going to do a good job with this um something to definitely look forward to in 2020 this i actually don't know much about let's uh, let's watch the trailer together because I have no idea about this game at all.
Getting some like Tom Clancy Splinter Cell vibes, man. simulator the whole game you're just in this like kayak are you not in the canoe I was gonna say if you just clip through that fucking gate I would have been pissed is this game literally in the kayak for the whole game I hope not. This looks like an arcade game if you're in the kayak the whole game. fucking god are you in the kayak though just show me one scene where they're getting out of the kayak please <laughs> i'm not the only one i'll admit it, i can help with the laugh when i first heard the concept behind phantom covert ops a stealth-based military shooter where the player navigates the in-game world using a tactical kayak okay well Let's just say I'm 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 looking forward to Medal of Honor and Half-Life Alex. I I'm actually curious to see how well this game turns out. The graphics look good, the gameplay looks good, but a whole game where you're in a kayak that I I don't think I'm a huge fan of that. It has to have a pretty good story for me to want to take a dive into it, but you know what? I've been uh, surprised before. So, let's keep a uh, Let's keep uh, an eye out to see how well Phantom Covert Ops does, and we'll we'll see how it goes. But Walking Dead Saints and Sinners that was announced uh, back in 2019. We saw some gameplay of that um, and a few trailers. But man, this game looks good. the The gameplay alone looks good. The story looks good. Oh, I know why you've come here. We'll take a look at this, and then we'll talk about it. I know what you're looking for. But what I still have to ask, tourist, is who are you? Now that the dead live forever, that every scrap counts, that everybody's just in it for themselves, Hide in dark places. Do you kill from afar, or do you prefer it up close? Oh man, that looks so cool. It's a big world out there, and there's no one left to tell us what to do. So tell me, tourists. Do it already! Finish the fucker! 
That game looks so good. See, the one thing I'm I'm very excited for this game is uh, it, it reminds me of the Telltale series where your choices really affect uh, what your story outcome is going to be. Not only do you kind of get uh, an open world uh, feeling and well, the open world feeling plus I, I'm really into kind of like a good inventory system as weird as that sounds one of my favorite games to play on VR is actually Township Tale uh, you get a backpack eventually in the game and I like the inventory system in there this kind of reminds me closely um, um, but I'm really looking forward to the story of this but then also um, I'm looking forward to um, I'm looking to their, forward to their physics system, their combat system, being able to grab a zombie, stab him in the head, or choose to shoot at a distance, where your biggest uh, worry actually isn't the zombies, but it may also be uh, other humans and factions going against you. Um, I haven't had a good zombie game in VR that I've enjoyed for a while, so I'm quite excited for this game coming in 2020. Like I said, 2020 looks like a big year for VR between all these games that are coming out man and still guys i'm telling you i need to and i will play the first one before i get uh lone echo 2 <laughs> that's being announced but man lone echo alone the gameplay i can't remember what youtuber i watched but there was a youtuber i watched who played the full gameplay of lone echo and i remember watching i'm like wait this is in vr i'm like what really is vr and i i remember binging this but I need to play the first Lone Echo to get the feeling of it, and then I am beyond excited for Lone Echo 2 because I am a sucker for this story. I love Lone, uh, I love the Echo Arena, I love the Lone Echo, I, I just love this story. I actually haven't seen this trailer, so let's watch, take a look at this. <laughs> Jack? Jack, can you hear me? How did we end up here? You are the only person who calls me Jack. Is that your way of saying you're going to miss me? Anomaly detected. I'm gonna get you patched up. I promise. Man, these fucking graphics. Not to jinx it, but I think we're actually making progress here. Damn it! I don't know if I can do this, Jack. Your systems are failing. I barely managed to keep your core memory alive. Are you injured? What the hell is this? Jack, please. Good morning, sunshine. Jack! Oh, thank God. Captain Rhodes, report to observation. Don't say a word. They can't know you're online. I promise I'll explain everything when I get back. I'm going to need your help. Oh. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, this game, not only, like, the first one left you with, the first one left you with, like, 
a good story and a mystery and this one is doing the exact same i am beyond excited for this game like i said i still need to play the first one i'm going to do that before i play the second and make the second one i know i do a funny moments channel i either make a funny moments montage on my avery ski channel or i might do an actual let's play of this game because i'm so like this is what got me into vr it has a special place in my heart the lone echo series so i'm excited beyond that um 2020 is looking uh is looking real good for for vr i'm i'm quite excited to see all the new advances um i'm quite excited to see when half-life drops um how well that does i'm quite excited to see all the new players and to see the new community get into virtual reality and all the new people get into it so um it's gonna be it's gonna be a a good year for virtual reality i'm i'm alone getting i i will sell organs to buy the valve index i <laughs> I need a good upgrade. I'm still running the Oculus Rift CV1. Um, it's an older headset. My buddy Mitch, who was in the podcast earlier, um, he has the Oculus Rift S, and I notice, uh, I easily notice a uh, resolution difference. It's a uh, man. I need to upgrade badly. Sorry guys, I'm just looking up the Oculus Link cable because that is actually now available on mine now. I believe it's only in select countries, but you can actually buy the Oculus Link cable now for your Oculus Quest headset to be able to plug into um, a gaming PC if you have it to be able to play the whole Oculus Rift library. It's not a cheap cable though. It's, uh, it is um, a fiber uh optic cable um so it's able to transport a large amount of data through it um but it isn't cheap it's uh 109 canadian i don't know how much that is for uh us but it's a little more expensive here in canada and i believe it's only in some places um but if you are looking at my opinion i i said this actually to um my fiance's cousin um he was trying out my oculus rift headset and some of the games and he was really enjoying it when he was over and he was just wondering himself um he's like well i don't have a gaming pc i'm not able to play this like i would have to save up so much money and i suggested i'm like why do you get the oculus quest you don't need a gaming pc all you need is the space and um pretty much like like it doesn't need to be plugged in to anything sensors he's like what are you kidding me am i kidding? no my opinion if you're not sure what headset to get a good headset to start with is the oculus quest um you can take it to pretty much any room you need to take it to to be able to play you don't need to set up sensors on any walls you don't even need a gaming pc and then let's say you're really becoming well addicted to vr addicted to the uh, VR gaming and you're like all right I want to save up money for a gaming PC and you build up a gaming PC and you're able to get it in the future and you're like well I still have this quest headset but I want to start gaming the oculus rift library and so on and even like the the steam uh, library but now I need a new headset well with this oculus link cable you're actually able to plug into your PC with this cable 
and you're able to play the whole Rift library. You're able to play like a normal Oculus Rift headset, which is exciting because then people can kind of make that upgrade without spending so, so much money. You can make those upgrades slowly in time and kind of get used to it and see if it's even for you. Because VR is not for everyone, I get it. People get really nauseous in VR. Some people um, may take longer to get used to it and they don't want to spend the extra time to get used to it. But um, that's completely okay. This is a perfect headset to get started with. Um, so with the drop of this new Oculus Link cable, um, it's kind of perfect for, for those needs. Um, it's on their website. I would take a look at that if you have the Quest and you have a gaming PC that can push it. Um, it's it's definitely it's definitely worth it. Um, I kind of wanted to end this podcast on more. Well, we always end it on like a hypothetical. One thing I started to take a look at was um, it's called the the metaverse, and I heard a YouTuber. His name is Nathy. Um, he would mention it a lot in his videos, and I actually thought he coined that title, I guess, but he actually didn't. Um, the metaverse is a collective of virtual shared space created by a uh, convergence of virtually enhanced physical reality and physically uh, persistent virtual space. A big sentence. Um, including the sum of all virtual worlds, aug augmented reality, and the internet. Um, this term was actually coined in Neil... Neil Steffen's 1992 science fiction novel called Snow Crash, book I'm definitely going to have to check out, where humans as avatars interact with each other and software agents in a three-dimensional space that uses a metaf uh, that uses the metaphor uh, of the real world. Uh, is this Stephenson? Stevenson? Sorry, I think it's Stevenson. Uh, used a term to describe the virtual reality-based successor to the internet. So it's kind of like, like it's it's kind of insane, but it's it's almost what we're pushing now with things like VR chat and even like Facebook Horizons that are that's looking to come out. Um, it's going to kind of like push. It's the next thing past the internet. It's the metaverse. So you have this VR headset, or you have this almost like virtual reality slash augmented reality pushing into a whole new virtual universe that is created and the best way i can explain it is vr chat so vr chat is a free to play game um where you jump into a world that's um essentially a bunch of worlds created either by the vr chat community and um anyone can create their own world and that has like different things in them if it's like different games or experiences or whatever it's just a place to meet up with other players um um it's kind of like a cool idea of um a virtual universe i guess uh, a metaverse um and my hypothetical this week is are, are we pushing towards that more and more with the advancements virtual reality is making augmented reality is making and the the mainstream of virtual reality with these new titles coming out and how popular it is becoming um and what does that mean for us are we gonna completely abandon our actual reality and are people going to just essentially forget their issues and live in the world 
um, and live in the metaverse, almost like Ready Player One. Um, I'm diving more and more into these scenarios because I find it really interesting. I find it a really interesting concept because if people are, if people are, if we're getting such a close reality, I know that we're not going to be able to to um, emulate all the senses and the feeling of touch and smell all the time. Like you never know. Like we could be getting the advancements of virtual reality rooms, like we talked about in the last podcast, um, where we could have rooms that have virtual smell sensors and that emit a smell into a room where um, you could have that. Um, omnidirectional treadmill that you can actually walk on and with a good enough headset with a big enough field of view uh, with feet tracking and also hand tracking good enough haptics you never know like you're looking at a 12 million dollar haptic glove that's being um, made that stops you so when you're actually like holding a ball in virtual reality it stops your hand from fully closing like are we going to get to the point where we have haptic suits that that detect um, the heat and the cold and where you can feel different touches? It's it's uh it's an interesting concept. I I I really started thinking about this when I was listening to the book Ready Player One, um, and how much people got um wrapped up into that world the metaverse and how important it became where you can make real life money out of this metaverse and like and people started spending majority of their time in there and i was thinking myself like i I always have this conversation actually with my fiance saying like do you think people would prefer that world over another world because like the the main reality we have and she says no because it's not the real world you're not you're not getting that actual touch and feeling of a breeze but as much as like we're getting these bigger gaming spaces back in the day when gaming first started coming out it was just a small little screen and a little box where you play pawn on and now we're getting like bigger gaming setups and now virtual reality rooms are we going to get a full metaverse room where you're going to have um um a form of augmented reality mixed with virtual reality where you're going to have um like almost like mist where it emits different smells a full haptic suit you'd put on plus on top of that like maybe like fans for air and wind to simulate that and to get headsets more comfortable and lighter and higher resolutions like um i I really would like to know your guys opinions on what we would what you think um uh almost like what you think people are going to grasp onto more like Gaming is obviously can be highly addictive. Gaming can um, wrap people up in their lives and it's considered a form of entertainment. But when you get to a point where it's a whole new virtual reality, um, whole new alternate reality, um, um, are you going to get people that indulge too much? I know there's people who have addictive personalities and it's pretty common with people to that to get too addicted to things but is this going to be looked at as a good thing or a bad thing will there have to be laws put in place um quite interesting i would love you know what i would love to be um 
in almost like a metaverse where every like it gets real enough and gaming gets put to a whole nother limit but then the opportunities of almost like online businesses and the virtual reality business i think that would that would be really cool being able to virtually feel like you're in a virtual millennium falcon and you can fly and you're doing quests with friends but i do think people need to have a good grounding system and a good balance system of coming back to the real world i don't think that'd be too hard for someone like me i have a kid i have a family um i have a pretty good good life here so of course i'm not gonna neglect that but at the same time any advancement in virtual reality i'm on top of because i i love this source of entertainment and i also love um i also love like sci-fi and the push of that so so yeah leave your guys uh kind of like opinions down in the comment section below if you're watching this on youtube or if you're listening to this either on itunes or spotify or podbean uh feel free to go over to the youtube video for this the channel's just called alt reality um and leave a comment there and you know what if you're on itunes feel free to leave a review and leave your opinion in there and just let me know if you guys uh enjoyed this uh enjoyed this podcast and if you'd like to see more um i know this was very heavy with information i try to kind of like keep a balance it's much easier when i have someone else to talk to and kind of like just rift off of um instead of just like pushing out information obviously i wanted to kind of keep this filled with some information so it didn't get boring um if you want to hear a little more about me, just let me know, and I'll be sure to make a little more personal detail in there. Uh, but beyond that, guys, we're we're hitting about the 45-minute mark of the podcast. Um, I think I'm going to start wrapping it up here. This week is going to be a bit shorter. I do have a new video coming out soon. It's a new Boneworks video, but I'm also looking at some new VRs. Uh, footage not of just boneworks i'm kind of obsessed with the game right now but i'll be diving back into pavlov and other games uh but let me know what you guys thought of this uh of this episode um in the reviews if you're watching on itunes um if you're listening to on spotify feel free to head over to itunes or in the review or head over to our youtube page and uh like and subscribe the youtube page there and feel free to check out my avery ski channel and uh, see the funny moments videos I put up there. Uh, but guys, that's about it. I just wanted to let you uh, to wrap this up and let you know. Uh, thank you for the patience um, for letting me have a break over the holidays and let 2020 be the year of the gamer and year of VR because that is where we are heading. I am very much excited to kind of like share this experience with you. So um, have a good day. And until next time.